player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody and welcome to episode 128 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother's show, one. Top of the morning to you. Oh, oh my shillelagh. Happy St. <laughs> Patrick's Day, everybody. <laughs> we're, I mean, it's not anymore, but it is when but we're it recording it. Today. And we are not drunk. If you watch Mario Monday, hopefully it went up on Monday because it's probably one of the favorites we've ever done. One of my favorites. <laughs> it might be the favorite. I don't know. We're not drinking. We're drinking water. Really not. Yeah, it's all just uh, water. Oh, God. So, yeah, this if this is the first time you're hearing or seeing us, make sure you go over to YouTube.com slash two-player co-op, like the video, hit subscribe. Even if you only listen to us on audio services around the globe, make sure you hit the subscribe button on the YouTube channel. It means a lot to us. We're trying to get to 1,000 subs as quickly hit that as we bell. can. Hit that bell to be notified every time we post a video. Uh, we're wearing some cool shirts today to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. But if you want shirts for two-player co-op, you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash two-player co-op. Also, we have a Twitch channel. We played GTA on there a couple weekends ago, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, we need to get back on there, like we said. Do the oh, I figured out where the RC races are. They're under stunt races, and then you go down to R, and then there's RC dash this, RC dash this. Oh, sweet! So we can do those. Um, but go to twitch.tv slash two player underscore co op for whenever we do the Twitch thing. Whenever we Twitch, um, it's been two weeks. Sorry, I was out of town last week. I was dead. I was going to say, Sean almost died last <laughs> week. Uh, a bit of an exaggeration, but I was in the hospital for a couple nights. A uh, little something something called rhabdo. They call it rhabdo for short, but it's rhabdomyolysis or rhabdomyolosis or Euro something. Uromycetosis. Actually, it's not far off. <laughs> um, I went a little hard on uh, leg day. At the gym. That's not leg day. <laughs> That's not leg day. No. So, okay. I decided I need to just do, you know, get some kind of Something. exercise. And a uh, friend of the show, Dustin Starr, I saw tweeted about this place, local place called Cycle Bar. Dude, he's also Dustin Starr. Well, that's fine. You're no Dustin Starr. <laughs> so I looked into First it. First like, mistake. Hey, you know what? You know, cycling, like. I can ride a bike. Granted, I did break my arm riding a bike, so maybe that should have been the first clue, but I'm like, I can do this. So I talked to them. They gave me a free class. I went to check it out. Um, And long story short, two days later, I was in the (laughs) hospital. Um, I'm not really sure what I did. So basically what it is, you like overwork your muscles to the point, like when you lift, when you do anything with your muscles, you kind of break them down a little bit yeah. so they can build themselves back up exactly. That's how faster, stronger, better, yeah. stronger, whatever. Well, like Kanye said. Um, <laughs> what rhabdo is, is if you do that too much and your muscles break down to the point of like releasing this protein or enzyme or something into your blood, which is not good because then it goes to your kidneys where your kidneys have to filter it out, but then that's doing bad stuff to your kidneys because they're not supposed to be doing it, yada, yada, yada. Um, So, you know, for a day or two after my legs were just hurting, like typical day or two after a workout, first workout in a while, pain. Um, 
You were walking like Kramer in the babysitter episode. Yeah, I couldn't really. My legs hurt. Um, after the class, I could barely stand. Like, my legs were just like jello. Um, jello. Friday night, I could barely sleep. Yeah. I woke up Saturday well, you could morning. You barely walk at dinner, too. Right, yeah. So, Saturday morning, I'm awake at like four in the morning. I'm like, I'm in a lot of pain. I can't sleep. Uh, so, I thought, hey, I'll go take a nice hot bath thinking maybe that'll just kind of relax everything. Plus maybe just kind of put me to sleep in general. So let's go run a hot bath. So I'm in the bathtub at like 4.15, 4.30, whatever. And I start Googling on my phone, you know, legs very sore after spin class, you know, whatever. Trying to find some kind of like remedies. Like what should I do? Then I start seeing all these uh, uh, sites, results, whatever, about this thing called rhabdo and it's like i went to my first spin class and then i ended up in the hospital for three days and almost died so that got my attention so i started reading up on it uh, basically i had all the symptoms which are really just sore legs um and messed up pee mm-hmm. really really dark like dark brown dark that would have scared reddish the hell out of brown me. urine and i'm like well i remember peeing Last time we podcast, we talked about poop a lot. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking about pee. This is three in a row. And when Nick was here before that, we <laughs> talked about poop. So we're rolling. Um, put the pee in podcast. So we put the poop in. Who <laughs> put the poop in the poop? She poop, she poop. So the night before, I remember like, you know, I peed last night and I did think it looked a little dark, but it was just dark. Sometimes it's dark. It's just dark pee. Like it looked like I hadn't been drinking enough water so I didn't really think much of it at the time but once I read that as a symptom I was kind of like hmm. So I started just pounding water trying to get myself to pee again to see what it looks like and I peed out like Coca-Cola like black coffee. Like it was disgusting and that was the last thing I needed to see to where I was like Time to go to the hospital. Um, so I was in the hospital for a couple days. Basically, all they can do is just give you lots of fluids. I was on an IV because um, you just need to flush everything out. So you need to just pee, 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 and drink and drink and drink and drink and drink or whatever. Um, so that's where I'm at now. Legs still kind of hurt, but they're like really? way, 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 way yeah. better. Um, so I don't think I'm going to go to spin class anymore. I've been in the emergency room four times in my life. Two of those four times were as a result of a bicycle. So maybe I don't ride bikes anymore. So that's where I was a week ago. I was... You were doing much more fun stuff. I was worrying about my brother, but then I was also in East Tennessee. Uh, Nick, my eight-year-old, had his state championship meet for gymnastics. Um, so we went and did that, and then we made a vacation. Oh, how did that go? Like, did they win, or do you, or did they do? I mean, are they done now, or are they're they done? Now. On? So they do like meets for like three months or something in the it, to to begin the year, and then the rest of the year is just practices and stuff. Okay, um, so they didn't advance. No, they did have one kid. They had two kids from their gym that advanced to advanced <laughs> advanced advanced to regionals, which will be in Atlanta, and then after that is like nationals. Um, so that was cool, but it wasn't Nick and it's tough. I mean, he's, he's eight years old. 
but yeah. he's in the group of nine and ten year olds based on when oh. your birthday is. Okay, <clears throat> and it's his first year doing it. So ne- by the time next year, I'm like, I know he was frustrated and stuff, but I'm like, dude, you this is your first year doing it. It's yeah, only your third meet you've ever done. You're in there with nine and ten year olds that have been doing this for probably three or four years at this point. Right, like you'll be fine. So we did that. Then we went over to we were in East Tennessee in Knoxville. We went um, to Pigeon Forge, did a indoor water park over there, which is a lot of fun. Um, and just did a whole bunch of cool stuff and it was a lot of fun. The drives were not fun because, well, the drive back was fine because the weather was perfect. The drive there sucked because we drove through a monsoon twice. Then I had to take a detour through these winding roads with fog so bad. Literally you couldn't see 50 feet in front of you. And it was just, it was crazy. It was crazy. But when we were driving around in Knoxville, um, we oh and we did one of the roller coasters there where you just sit on a sled and you go fast and I thought I was going to kill my children it was going so fast it was so scary um we got to drive through uh I can't remember what the name of it was Great Smoky National Park or something cuz it's over there in the Smoky Mountains and stuff and the kids were like Casey and Eliza were both asleep Nick and Noah were fading in and out one of them was reading the other one was asleep so we just got to drive through this national park put the windows down because it was like 60 degrees it was beautiful and just listen to like the creeks and all this other stuff and just drive through they're so slow and it was just beautiful and i'm like it'll be so cool like when they get bigger to be like let's go hike now yeah yeah you know it'll be so much fun um but yeah i didn't get back in town until late wednesday and by that point there was no point in podcasting so we said we're just we're gonna skip a week um but we're here now we are here thank you guys for being here sean you saw captain marvel i did thoughts i did not it's not because i'm a hater it's just like i just don't all along i thought i really just want to know what the post credits are and those seem to be very disappointing they don't seem to be i watched them it added nothing it was just it's like well we know she's going to be an end game right spoiler whatever i mean it's and then they put out a trailer with her in the trailer like that's really all they that's the whole point it served was yeah now and the other the second one i really don't understand the point of that because loki got the thing anyways the blue yeah so what's the point why, why does that even matter i think it was just like their comedic one okay i don't know like the spider-man yeah that spider-verse was oh god i can't wait oh, i can't wait to watch the movie again but what'd you think overall uh i thought it was good not great um i think brie is great as captain marvel yeah i knew she would be awesome um to me it just started very slowly like the last third maybe even half of the movie is awesome that's when it starts getting fun and in the beginning it almost seems like she is and i don't even know if i mean she as brie or she as carol Carol, is like taking herself like way too seriously or something and then towards the end she like kind of lightens up a little bit and everything's just much more fun. And like the last third of the movie, I thought it was awesome, but it just, it started really slow for me. Um, but all in all, it was good. I mean, it's better than Thor two. Well, yeah. Um, maybe better than Thor, probably better than Thor one, probably better than like Iron Man two. I like Iron Man 3. It gets a lot of hate. I thought Iron Man 3 was good. Yeah, One so by like, far the best. The kind like, of funny guys, they do their whole in-review thing, which we need to get on that at some point. Oh, yeah. Um, and they ranked it right. 
out of the 21 movies, it was 11th or 12th right in there. Like, it's not as good as Winter Soldier. It's not as good it's as not Silver as good War. As, it's see, not as good as Infinity War. I would put it behind Black Panther. I would put it behind Spider-Man. all three Captain Americas. I would put it behind. Oh, really? Even the first one? I love that movie. Yeah. I, I need. To, I still haven't seen it. I need oh, to see really? it. Oh, really? Yeah. I would put it behind all three of those. I would put it behind Ragnarok, Iron Man, Avengers, Infinity War, Black Panther. Did I say Spider-Man? No. Spider-Man. So, I mean, there's at least nine that it's behind. It's behind Guardians 1. I, don't, I feel like I don't remember much about Guardians 2. I liked one better, but I think I'm in the minority there. Really? I loved one. One was. I mean, I did too, but I wouldn't have thought you'd be in the minority. I I don't remember two being. I mean, like good, but whatever. Yeah. I would say this is better than like Doctor. It's in the vicinity of like Doctor Doctor Strange, Strange, kind of. For me, don't come at me with your. uh, It's okay. Your pitchforks. um, I didn't even. Good, not great. I mean, I'm glad I saw it. Um, she's awesome. It's one of those weird things where, like, in DC, not that it's part of the DCU, but, like, Dark Knight. You know, he's just, the, in passing, you know, they call him, like, oh, the Batman. He's not, like, I'm Batman. You know, it's, like, he's just kind of, and, like, Superman. They never call him <clears throat> Superman. The S doesn't stand for Superman. The Superman, yeah. They never once call her Captain Marvel. In this movie, unless I missed it. Huh. Now, her... Do they call her Shazam? Her, uh, I don't know how you want to call it, predecessor, whatever. Her name is... Dad would have loved this. Her name was Marvel. Okay, yeah. And so I thought that, oh, and then... then I thought it was going to be like a boss, big boss kind of thing. You have surpassed Marvel, and you you are now Captain Marvel. Let's just call you Captain Marvel. I thought they were going to do something like that. I don't think they ever called her Captain Marvel. It's weird that her name is Captain Marvel anyways, because it'd be like, and I'm Captain DC. Like, it's just right. weird. And I don't know anything about the backstory, so I could be talking around my butt there. But um, So on Rotten Tomatoes, it's a 79. That's about right. Wonder Woman's a 93. Is Wonder Woman that much better than it? I mean, Wonder Woman's still my favorite They're DC so movie. different. Like, okay. I would have to see Wonder Woman again. Wonder Woman is a typical, I mean, it's great, but it's still very much a DC movie and that it's kind of, it's washed out and it's serious, but then you've got the, you've got the jokes with, with Chris Pine and with her. Yeah. yeah. Um, But it's just got like a totally different feel to it. I I do think Wonder Woman is definitely better. Um, I don't know. It was, it was good. It's something. It's Marvel. It's going to be no less than good. when it comes out. When it's on like Netflix or something, yeah. like watch it. It's good. It's worth watching. But it's. I'm still. I'm just. Way more it's somewhere in the middle of those twenty yeah. twenty one movies, whatever. So I don't know. It was good. Um, they're saying Shazam is tracking to open at forty million. I'm like, I know it's not going to do 160 like Captain Marvel did. It seems obviously, low. but to me that feels like a 60 to 70. All the, these early reviews, not reviews, but like impressions or however you can get yeah. around the embargo come out. Literally everybody loves it. They're like, this is, this is, and the, the, the family dynamic and this is so great and blah, 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 blah. Max Scoville is tweeting today. He's like, this is every, this is like one of my favorite superhero movies I've ever seen. I think, and I think it's going to attract a lot of, there's not many Shazam fans out there. No, there's like comic book superhero fans that are probably 
very much intrigued by this now. But I think it's also going to pull in some people that are just like, it just looks like kind of a, not a comedy, but like it's very it lighthearted. Is, like it's it is all, Superman meets big is what it is. Like if Superman, ex- yeah, if exactly. it's Man of Steel meets big. If, if like if they allowed Henry to make a couple jokes and smile and stuff, it's like having, it, it, but it's exactly what would happen if you were a kid and it's like somebody says, say my name. What, what's your name? Shazam. Okay. No, say it. Okay, Shazam. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, your phone's charged, your phone's charged. <laughs> it's like, where are your finest beers? Or whatever he <laughs> said. It's just, it looks so much fun. I, I can't wait to see that movie, but it's going to do more than 40 million opening. It, it won't make a billion, obviously, like Aquaman did. Yeah. Because Aquaman has had years and years of build up to it. But but yeah, I'll, I'll see it at some point. Um, before we get into what we've been playing, Sean. Yes. You did a follow up. On your PS4 purchases since you screwed it up last time. Sure did. I'm up to 76 now, but we'll get to that in a minute. So I don't remember what I was at. 21? Yeah. Yeah. I was drinking. So the four that I had written, I mean, typed in before are separate. I have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. That's more like it. Now... Some of these may be the ones that I knew were PS Plus. I left yeah. off some I'll of these. I couldn't remember. Uh, alphabetical order: Adrift. No. God, that game sucked. When I went back and listened to our old podcast, I just got the one where you play that for the first time. You're like, it's so like stressful, uh, just, but I'm just going from like oxygen tank to oxygen when tank. When I first started playing, I'm like, this is cool. Like, this is making me like, <clears throat> yeah, that's what you said. You're like, I can't. God, I I'm get holding to the oxygen. Breath. And then that's just all the game. It, that's just what it. Yeah, it's just it's not good. Um, Adrift, Axiom Verge, mm-hmm. Batman Season One, mm-hmm. Bro Force. Was that PS Plus? That was PS Plus. Okay, I thought it was. Strike that from the record, Your Honor. Uh, Everybody's Golf. Oh, that's right. I was bored the other day, and I fired that up. Yeah. I couldn't even. I couldn't play golf. I couldn't. I'm just running around. Well, like, that's what I don't I've heard. remember yeah. who I'm supposed to talk to. I don't remember how to actually go start a golf game. So I turned that off. I'm done with that game. Um, everybody's gone to the rapture. I feel like that was PS Plus because I don't think. I think by that point I was so that jaded was by a drift that I wouldn't have spent money on it. That was PS Plus, and I haven't. I I need to go back and play that one too. No, you don't. No, I really? mean yeah. okay. You could maybe try it out. I don't think I don't yeah. see you beating it. It's an easy platinum. It's cool to it's a cool yeah. place to walk around. Uh Final Fantasy Seven, Firewatch, Gone Home, PS Plus. PS Plus. That the only reason I played that stupid game, right, Logan? Uh Journey. PS Plus. PS Plus. Oceanhorn. <sighs> uh Resident Evil Five. Right after really? I played four, I'm like, you know, what? I want to try five again. And I played it for like an hour or two. And I'm just like, this is not, it's not, it's interesting. I loved it the first time. Like I didn't see it as much of a step back from four. Okay. But when I played it again, it's just, I don't know. Something about it didn't click with me. Interesting. Um, Shadow Complex, mm-hmm. Sonic Mania, mm-hmm. Last of Us, mm. Witcher 3. Uh, Ultra Street Fighter Four, and Edith Finch. That was that was not PS Plus. We okay. both bought that. Yeah. So God, that game is so good. That's another one I like to go back and play again. But it is so just like 
emotionally draining. So of these 19, <laughs> one, two, three, four. <coughs> so an extra 15. So I'm up to 36. So less than half of you still. <laughs> I still, I don't know how mine are that much. Mine's that much more. That's crazy. Well, I am up to 76 now. I also bought The Witcher. It was on sale. The complete edition was on sale for 15 bucks. I haven't started it yet, but when I asked on Twitter, everybody's like, yes, you have to play this game. I'm like, Although right. since we did this, I bought Kingdom Hearts. So oh, that's 33. So 37. Or whatever I said. <laughs> <laughs> Went from 36 to 33 because I bought one game. Um, that Joker has like eight or nine games in it. It's I know, insane. but some of the games are just cutscenes, apparently. At least one of them, yeah. Okay. yeah. So, Sean, what have you been playing this week? I have been playing a lot of Kingdom Hearts. So how far... So you've just played... You're, you're playing one I'm HD playing, or whatever. I'm going to play one again. I've beaten it two or three times. I okay. Uh, I'm going to play through one again. I've never played two. Jason had it. I feel like he brought it over to our house once. And so I've like seen a little bit of it and it kind of just looks like kingdom hearts, but it's, I mean, it looks like a, a kingdom hearts sequel just, to, yeah. yeah, it just looks like kingdom hearts, but a little better looking. So I'm looking forward to playing that. I don't know what any of the worlds are in it. I could probably guess at some of them. Um, I might try some of these like game boy advance thing just to see how they play. Like, I can't even picture that on a PS4. That that's the one thing, and I've never I could easily. Yeah, I feel like it'll it, look but. strange, um, but I'm not gonna. I'm really just gonna play through one and two, and then depending on where I'm at, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's when I get Kingdom Hearts three because I can't think of anything else that I've got like in the pipeline to play. Uh, so I've got some thoughts. This game's fantastic. The HD, the remake of it, it's called like the final mix or whatever. So is it a remake? No, it's, it's okay. the, it's, it's just the original, but crisper cleaner. Yeah. That being said, it looks beautiful. It's the kind of thing that I would look at and think, God, this game looks better than I remember, but it would not look Anything like that. It's the same right. exact cutscenes and everything, but everything that's so crisp and clear didn't look like that on the PS2. Right. Um, that being said, the game looks beautiful. It's very much, you can tell it's made in like a PS2 engine, but it's still, everything's just so bright and colorful. I think it's beautiful uh, for, you know, for what it is. Um, also, funny note on that. Kingdom Hearts, going back to like, 2005 somewhere 2005 2006 somewhere on there maybe 2004 I don't know um, was the first game I played on my PS2 on an HD TV mm. I bought an HD TV out of like Crutchfield or something and this thing was like you know, it's one of those ones that the screen's not much bigger than what we just played on, but the <laughs> right. box is like yeah. twice the size and it's like this was deep it like a Sony it super heavy. I think it was a Sony. Um, but I remember just being blown away by it at the time. And, you know, I was, I hooked it up with uh, composite compo- component. component instead of the yeah. you know RCA. And I was like, 
wow. And I was able to turn on uh, like progressive scan. Oh, yeah. I don't even know if I could tell a difference, but I'm like, I can't wait. And to be fair, it did look awesome going from what I had been playing it on. But that's for some reason, Kingdom Hearts always so, sticks with me because that was the first thing I played when I got that new TV. So I have a story about that, too. When we got our DLP 50-inch Samsung TV, I remember hooking up. It probably would have just been a year after it came out. But hooking up my PS2 and playing, because it was like 2005, about the same time, Snake Eater. Plugging it in, and it's because it was a DLP TV, it looked like crap. <laughs> it was horrible. Everything was stretched. It was like it was like faded out and like weird, and there were just like, it seems like there were lines everywhere, and I was like, why the hell did I buy this TV? Not even thinking like I'm playing on a 480i system, trying to upscale it to 1080 probably I. I don't think 1080p was a thing back then. It might have even been 720. I don't Mine was know. 720. <clears throat> it might have been 720p. 720. It wasn't even a 1080. And it just did not work. And I was like, "This is, I'm going to go take it back and put it on the CRT TV because it looks good on that. So I had the complete opposite there. <laughs> it was, and it was, just, it was because it was DLP. I think normal, like plasma or whatever the other kind of TVs were back then, they didn't do that. It's just because it was that DLP technology with the color wheel. And however it, right. it did it, it just made it look like crap. So yeah. continue. Uh, but yeah, mine was like a... I think like a 27 inch, 28 inch, like not very big, but, um, well, you were still in college. Yeah. 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 Um, that being said, this game is awesome. It is so much fun. I think you should play this game because it would be a good way for you to experience an RPG, but it's the way you want it where, it's not turn-based. It's not turn-based. Now, technically, there's a little menu down in the bottom. And you do something with you're basically and just always on attack. So okay. the button will attack, 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 okay. and you just swing your sword like it's Zelda. Um, now, you can... So you move with the stick, but if you hit down on the D-pad, it goes down through that menu. So you can okay. be running around... You know, you can kind of do two things okay. at once, so... You can go down to like items and then hit X and instead of attacking, it'll open up that and you can say, Ooh, I want to use a potion on Sora or whatever. Like, but it's all very fluid. It's all part of the game and you feel like you're actually fighting as opposed to just saying attack. Yeah. Wait. Is it, is it all on one disc? There's two discs. I'm not sure. I mean, one is all on one disc, Okay. but the game came with two. I don't know where this, I don't know what's on one versus the other. I think you should play this game. Now, I will say you would have to play it for about two hours or so oh, okay. before you're... I thought you were going to say like 12. In, the, be, in the, the very, very beginning, like tutorial, you're already fighting. It like teaches okay. you how to fight. But then you kind of take a step back and it's like, here's the intro to the game where you're just kind of collecting stuff and whatever, kind of learning the controls of how to get around. And you're like... Okay, let me play. Come on. But once it actually gets going, I think you would like it. And it's like a good, I mean, I would call it an RPG. Because, I mean, you it's do level up, you use items, you yeah. learn magic and whatever. I think you'd really like this game. And for all I know, I mean, maybe when I play two, I'll be like, don't even bother. One, two's fantastic. That's what I'm like, two, or should so. I just, but that's, that's why I'm like, should I just get three? When it goes on sale, if it's on sale for 40 bucks, should I just get three? Because the story's not going to make sense anyways, because nobody can make sense of the stupid story right. across all these 
<clears throat> divided by two games and everything else. Like, yeah. no, I I feel like at some point this year I'm going to end up playing Kingdom Hearts three. I yeah. feel like that. But do you remember how long one is? And I know you don't, you didn't play two, so you don't know how long that is. Is it just like fifteen to twenty hours? I would say somewhere in that range. Okay. Yeah. So it's not bad. Now I have no idea about two. Two I think is su- maybe not substantially, but noticeably longer than one. I think okay. I could be wrong, but I mean it's also it's an RPG, so it's probably what you put into it's, it and right. how much you want to whatever. Now what I'm confused about, I mean, I have no delusions of grandeur that I'm ever going to get the platinum, but I assume I basically need to essentially platinum about eight games in order to get the platinum for this one game. Like I need to do everything in kingdom hearts one and everything. In, Cause it's not going to give me multiple platinums. Would it? Uh, or is it, it possible? May. I might get a platinum just for doing everything in kingdom hearts one. I think so. Let me see if I can. Cause that seems quick. doable. Cause I think I've probably done it in the past <laughs> unless there's some weird like speed run, beat it without dying, something like that. But uh, let's see here. Kingdom hearts trophies. 56 trophies. Yeah, you can get trophies for each game, it looks like. Platinums? Kingdom Hearts. Um, I just don't know if this is the PS4 version. Because did this come out? Did they ever re-release? They must have re-released it on PS4. Hold on. Let me just... Well, what I have is the story so far. I don't think that was on 3. No, that was not. That might not even be listed because they might just do them all... No, it's not even listed. Yeah, I think it's going to be... Let me just search for Kingdom Hearts. Thank you guys for hanging in here. How's everybody doing today? Did you dip your waiters? Oh, crap. Kingdom Farts. Enter. Birth by Sleep. Rechain of Memories 2. PS4. So, PS4 has Kingdom Hearts 0.2. Birth by Sleep. A Fragmentary Passage. RE. Chain of Memories. Kingdom Hearts 2. Kingdom Hearts 3, obviously. Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance. Kingdom Hearts, yeah, they all have their own Platinums. And I can get them all within the mm-hmm. story so far? Do you want to look at the trophies? That's intriguing. Um, Maybe. Not right now. But now I'm kind of like, you know, I might be able to get Kingdom Hearts 1 trophy. As long yeah. as there's not something ridiculous. That so if I look at the trophy percentages... Um, 11% of people have the platinum. The average completion is only 32%. But you're talking about a collection of games, so people might just play this and then move on to the next one. So it's, right. it's tough with a game like that. But yeah. yeah, you can get a platinum for each game. Sweet. Um, anyways, I'm loving it. It's, it's so much fun. It's just the right amount of... Oh, yuck. <laughs> it's, it kind of reminds me of like Mario RPG in that it's just... I mean, that was basically my first RPG. Um, But it's just the right level of... It's not so dumbed down to where you're just like, come on, like, this is ridiculous. But it's also not overly challenging. There are some flaws. The camera is annoying. I heard that from somebody. I might have heard that about three also. I can't remember. Um, Don't take my word for that. So you can set it as auto or manual. So I had it on manual. I'm like, yeah, I want to be able to move the camera. With the right stick? Yeah. Okay. But it's the kind of thing where, like, if I move the right stick and the camera, you know, I'm like, holding, holding, let go. Mm. It's almost like the camera's on ice and it, like, wants to, it, like, keeps moving 
That's weird. beyond when I've let go of the stick. I'm just yeah. like, this is annoying. So then I turned it to auto and it doesn't really follow you the way it should. So I need to just turn the auto off. It's causing more problems, but hmm. the camera's a little <clears throat> annoying and I don't remember it being, I'm sure it probably was like that. Before, it was probably more annoying. I would guess, but unless there's some sensitivity thing I can change, which I haven't seen. Yeah. But all in all, the game's awesome. I'm having so much fun with it. Uh, I can't wait to play two, let alone three. Yeah. So that's what I've been playing. Anything else? Um, no. Thank you. I beat Majora's Mask, and I have some thoughts. <sighs> So the fourth dungeon, I really liked. And there are only four dungeons because the last fight, it's just a fight. There's no right. dungeon. So there's four dungeons. The fourth dungeon is, I don't care about spoiling. This game's 19 years old. It is really cool. I like it from a puzzle solving perspective because it's all about, it's about light. Because you got the mirror shield in the one. Oh, you got the mirror shield. Not in a dungeon. You're right. Every dungeon you do it's get arrows. it's arrows. Yeah. yeah. So you get the the mirror shield before you go in there in the in that area, like when you go down the well. I think. Yeah, you go down the well, and that was that was what I thought you were gonna say was the annoying thing. You go down the well, and it's like, and I like little creepy crawler things. Give me something. I'm like, okay, I got to find a bug for this guy. Not only that, you got to make sure you have the the mummy mask first, which I got from the the house where the 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 music house whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I got that, but, but from a puzzle, puzzle solving perspective, I loved it. It's so much fun because it's all about flipping the castle. And by the way, my least favorite enemy in this game is these stupid, I don't even know what they're called. They're like the bomb chew rat things that they just, they have bombs on their tails and they just run at you. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, if you swipe them, they blow up and you get hit. The only way you can kill them, I guess, unless I just don't know what I'm doing is to hit them with an arrow. And if they and get like close to you, them you're screwed. I don't think I tried the hook shot. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, that was, and then there was a new enemy in this. I, and the other thing that's weird, I really was just completely off on my impressions of this game without ever having played it, which I guess it's not even impressions, whatever it would be called. I remember hearing people talk about this game and it sounded like it was just a reskin of Ocarina of Time. This is not a reskin. <clears throat> like it's the same engine. Yes. But all new bosses. Lots of new yeah. enemies. One of the new enemies that you get in this fourth dungeon is that um, Cyclops thing that, like, it'll shoot a laser at you or it'll, like, go, and it'll throw a boulder and you got to, like, jump back and then hit him with an arrow when his eyes open and stuff like that. Those those were cool little mini boss fights. Um, there's a dark nut in there. They were super easy in this. Um, the mini boss, I think... I think he's in the temple. Yes, the mini boss is in the temple. So the mini boss in that is the uh, the skeleton captain guy, not the big one that you fight yeah, outside, yeah. but he's got his two little lackeys, and you got to like open up each window. You you shoot them, and then the light comes in. If they go in, then you got to reflect the you you knock them down, reflect the light at him, it kills them. And then when you finally beat him, beat the two lackeys and the main guy, they come back to life, and they're like, meh, 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 and they're like yelling at each other. And he's like, "You two idiots, shut up." You beat me, I like you, whatever, and here's the thing, whatever. Love this dungeon. Then I get to the boss. <laughs> this is the worst boss in the history of Zelda games that I have played. I haven't played every game. 
this twin mold boss. more than uh what's his name yeah mold Moldworm ain't got nothing <laughs> on this guy because that's just annoying I, I would say that's kind of bad design too that you should he should at least he shouldn't his health shouldn't reset <coughs> so this boss twin mold get this big flying worm uh millipede thing one green one and one red one or blue i don't remember if it's blue or green First one's easy. He's flying around. You can see he's got three eyes underneath him. It's like, okay, so I go flink, flink. But while you're going flink, the red guy is coming around, and you can't see where he is because you're focused on this thing. This guy, I thought he wasn't even in the fight. No, he comes through, and he's, like, throwing these giant freaking fireballs at you, or he just runs into you and knocks you over, and, and then you got to try to find where the blue guy is again. Find his thing. So you shoot him at the thing. He falls down, his big disgusting eye goes out of his mouth, and you run over and you hack him, hack him, hack him. You can do you just do that like twice and then he's dead. He dies. <clears throat> Treasure chest shows up. And it's the giant, I think it's just called the giant mask, right? Yeah. It's the giant mask. I'm like, holy crap, this is gonna be awesome. I'm Link, I'm gonna I put on the mask and I'm Brun Strowman and I grow up so big. I grow up so big. I grow so big. <laughs> Then there's this this then you got to fight the red guy because the blue guy's dead green whatever he was red guy horribly designed boss he 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 sends out his little minion worm things and they're really there I guess just to get you magic so you can stay big and hearts and stuff but they're annoying if you don't like keep your eye on especially when you're big sometimes they're hard to see and you just you got to know to roll or stomp them or do whatever. But this guy, his whole attack pattern is he flies at you or he, he's flying around shooting fireballs at you. When he's flying at you, you have to make him miss and then you have to punch him as giant Link. Who knows how many times, because you don't know what I found out after the fact, what, another horrible design about this guy when he burrows into the, sometimes he'll burrow into the ground and then he'll come up and he'll like, you'll go and he'll shoot fireballs at you or he'll shoot his little worm minion things. When he burrows down, his hit counter resets. So you have to hit him enough times when he's just coming at you. Finally, I got to the point where I'm not even doing it justice for how bad this boss fight is. It's just like, it's so frustrating. And then you get to the point where you, you have to fight him as giant link and your magic is completely, it's going down constantly as when you've got the giant mask on. And apparently there was a mask I could have gotten that got me into the milk bar where I could buy a potion that just keeps your magic at infinity the whole time. I never got that. I didn't <laughs> get all the masks. Um, I died at this guy. I, I've died in this game one time before this fight. I died at this idiot Four times. The the second to last time before I finally beat him, I, I had thrown him down a few times. Oh, so you you if you hit him enough times, he goes down. Of course, he spits out he spits out his eye. You can either grab him from the front and just like put him in a headlock, or you can grab his tail and spin him around and then throw him down. I had done it three times to him. Fourth time was what I needed. 
I'm beating this guy so many times. He kept burrowing down into the ground and he'd come up and go fireball, fireball, fireball. And then he'd come back out and I'd have to, I'd be hitting him and nothing's happening. I'm like, what the hell? And it's getting to the point where, and also I'm playing in the living room, not with my headphones on full blast music. Jess is over there reading and she's like, can you put on headphones or do something? I'm like, I've got a quarter of a heart left. I got to kill this guy. And, and, he, I, I don't even remember what it was. The way he was coming at me, I don't, I don't remember if it was a fireball, or what, but he got me. And I was just like, play a stupid game. When I finally beat him, I, I figured out like if I can get him to come at me, I, you can kind of like move out of the way and then wail on him as he goes by. You just have to get lucky that he doesn't burrow. Um, also, I read after the fact when you grab him. If you grab him and spin him around, if you spin your circle stick, your 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 analog stick at the same time, that does more damage. So then you only have to do that to him three times instead of four. Mm. So whenever you play for it through it, remember that. Yeah. So that was really frustrating. Um, so when yeah. you put on the giant mask, yeah, you basically don't you kind of turn into like Braun Strowman? Doesn't he look different? And he's like. Yeah, he's not just Link got big. He's definitely... See, in the original, you become a giant, but it's almost like you're honestly probably the same. They probably just changed the camp because you're out in this just wide open like desert, yeah. basically. So there's nothing to judge by. So probably, they probably just make a... You put on the mask and it basically makes twin mold small. Right. Because there's nothing you. to judge. You, know, you look exactly the same, except now you're the same size as yeah. twin mold thing. So and in that you're basically still Link. Nothing else has changed. I think you, you just use your sword. So they definitely uh, changed that fight in this one. Okay, I'm no, pretty sure. Is, the other thing that's annoying about it is when you're big, when you're giant Link. If you look around at this expanse in in the at least in Majora's Mask 3D, there's some stone towers that are there. Which I see that I'm big. I'm like I'm gonna go kick them. Okay, I kick them. Oh cool. There's a magic thing. Whatever. There's also these giant circle boulders. I'm going to go kick them. They don't do anything. Okay, never mind. I'm going to go back over here. Would have been nice to let us know that you can actually pick those things up and throw it at the stupid thing. And that is like, if you hit him with one of those, I think it's like an automatic. He falls down. You can go over there, grab him, and spin him, and, and do like the his eye pop out thing. I'm like, well, that would have been nice to know. Why are some of the things destructible here, and then some of the things are weapons? Why? <laughs> so I hated it. Oh, I loved I loved that dungeon. I hated that boss. Um, but then I get to the end of the game, and I only had 12 hearts. I never get all the heart containers in these games. Uh, I only had 12 hearts. I only had three bottles, but I was like, I'm just going to put, I'm going to get three fairies. I'm just going to go because I want to see what happens at the moon, and I want to go see whatever gets to the final fight. Do you remember what the cinematic is? I'm not going to say it then. Because I don't want to spoil it for when you play it, but it is so cool. This game is emotional. I, I, it's not like I always remember hearing it was dark, and like we were saying last time, maybe they wanted it to be darker than they could with the technology and whatever. Even in the 3D version, it doesn't seem dark. It is emotional, yeah. and the 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 cinematic that plays before you go to the moon to have the final fight is so cool. It's not as cool as like the first time you're running out of the castle in Ocarina, because that's something I'll never forget, yeah. even though I played it like 18 years late. But it's so cool. And you get up there, and it's time to fight Majora's Mask. And this boss fight, I don't know if they're just like, hey, you made it through the twin mold. We're going to take it easy. Mm -hmm. The boss wasn't easy, 
but he's got he's got four forms. He wasn't difficult. I only died one time at him, and it was more because I just I, I don't I I just ran out of like fairies and I didn't know what I was. Oh, I ran out of arrows during the fight, so that was frustrating. Uh, but in his final forms, I think it'd probably be easier with arrows, but you definitely don't need them. You just hold your shield up and you work your way over to him. Do you remember what one of the forms is? So first you fight just the mask. The mask right? that spins around. And then does he grow like a body or something to go so along fight, with the mask? You fight the mask. And then the final form, I don't know, there's a third form that I don't remember, but I think the final form is like the mask, but it's got like tentacles or something else going on around whoosh, it or something. Whoosh, yes. Yeah. And he whips them at you and he can grab them with you, but then you just do the circle stick to get out of it. No, one of the forms, when he first grows his legs and stuff, he dances. And it's the freakiest freaking thing. Yeah, that sounds right. Oh, my God. And the music is so cool. But I love the final fight. It was so much fun. Um, what I ex- Well, I won't say that because you're going to play through it again. Um, at some point. You'll forget what I say. I thought you were going to have to go. I thought, like, form one would be Deku Link, and then I'd use uh yeah. Goron like you don't yeah. and when I looked up people I, I beat form one with Deku Link because there's holes in the ground so I was like I'm going to do a spin thing when he goes over me and that works but they're also like just when he comes at you just do a spin attack I'm like oh <laughs> well okay um, the ending's great I love it the 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 skull kid gets his friends and stuff and it's like the, the very last shot do you remember what the last shot is I won't spoil it but the last shot of it is so cool of of Skull Kid and Link and whatever. and It's such a great game. I, I hate that I was scared of this game for almost 20 years now. Yeah. Again, this is the best way to play it because you've got more buttons and yes. all that other stuff. Like this is, it's just like Ocarina. This is the way to play Ocarina's on the 3DS. I'm so glad I finally played it. Once I got to hang the day-night cycle, it wasn't that bad. It was a lot of fun. I, I beat it in 26 hours. It didn't feel like 26 hours. It, like I was telling Sean, I was like, holy crap, I thought it was like 14 or 15. Yeah. It flew by. I had so much fun with it. Except that <laughs> I spent an hour just on him, I think, if not more. Um, but I love it. I'm glad. I think it's Colin's favorite Zelda game. It's a lot of people's favorite. Yeah. Like, I can't say it's not better than Ocarina. It's I'm, I loved it. But, like, it's been two years since I played Ocarina, which now I, I'm kind of getting that itch. Yeah. I, Ocarina is a better game. But it's probably in my top 25 of all time. Probably top 20. Like, I mean, my top 20 is all Metal Gear and Zelda games. <laughs> but, like, it's it's there. Like, yeah. it's so, it's so good. It's so good. And I'm I'm glad I finally played it. And, yeah. Um, Any other questions about Majora? Um... I need to look up what twin I mold. So. I need to look up twin mold in sixty four boss fight and see how different it was. I may be wrong, but I feel like because I remember it looking very cheap and like you put the giant mask on, but you don't. It's you don't, like they just zoom out or zoom in. They do no. This you actually see Link go from like I think there's Link a size to I think there's like a cheap yeah like smoke and, and mirrors. Yeah, like animation of I don't know, but it's I remember it being very cheaply done, and I think that's why it stuck with me, and I think that's why I'm remembering that you're basically still just Link. It basically just shrinks the boss yeah. so that you're the same size again. So I think you just fight it with the sword, but I could be wrong. I'm not sure, but yeah, now you're kind of making me want to go back and play this. 
If you do have your trip, it, it would be perfect for that. Yeah, that, that'll be when I do it, probably. Um, or if you get sick of Kingdom Farts. Yeah. I've also been playing through Modern Warfare Remastered, PS Plus game this week, year, month. <laughs> um, as I'm playing through this, I'm realizing, you know how it's like you create memories in your head based on home movies and stuff like that? Yeah. I've never played this game. <laughs> in my mind, I've played this game and beaten it, but I think it's one of those games, I finally remember what happened with this. Because the, the nuke and, and Soap and Price and all these characters that I know from 2 and 3, I've never played this game. I've never played this game. I remember Rasan let me borrow it on PS3. And the opening to the game is this dumb, like you're walking through the base and it was boring. And you get this like little obstacle course where it's like you slide down here and go bing, 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 bing. And then they tell you if you should be easy, medium, hard, super hard, whatever the, the, the difficulties are. And I didn't, I didn't like it. And I don't know what, I never beat the first level. And it's like this whole time I've been lying to myself that I've played this game. Like when the nuke went off, I was like, no, I've definitely never experienced this. I'm pretty sure I bought the game well after the fact. Forgetting that this was, you know, the nuke game. And I'm like, I keep hearing about Call of Duty. I want to try this out. And I, was, I don't know if it was like a greatest hits or if I just got probably, it used. But yeah. I probably paid 20 bucks for yeah. it. And I got to that part and I was like, Holy crap. It's I was like, horrible. I forgot that that's this game. It's horrible. And I don't think I ever got much further than that, but I got to that part. But I don't. I certainly didn't beat it, and I don't yeah. think I ever got too much further than that. I don't know how... I'm I'm getting near the end, I think. I probably got like an hour and a half, maybe two hours long. I mean, these games are like six, seven hours long. It, it's, it's fun. It reminds me when I liked Call of Duty. I haven't touched the multiplayer, shockingly. Um but it's just like playing an action movie, a, a action right. summer blockbuster. It's yeah. fun. It's just like enemies will keep spawning. Like you think you got to just get, it's like, well, maybe if I just run forward and then it's like, oh, checkpoint reach. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot how these games played. It's not like they're kind of monster closets except for some scripted situations and stuff. Yeah. Um, It looks really pretty. I don't remember what the first one looks like because I didn't play it, I guess. Uh, but like the nuke was crazy. There's the all gillied up mission, which I know I've heard about, but I've definitely never played. It's like a stealth mission where you're in your ghillie suit. If, am I saying that right? Yeah. So cool. And it's it's just, and it's these characters again I love from two and three. Uh, it's just, uh, I, it's a lot of fun. I'm going to beat it and then immediately delete it. I'm not even going to touch multiplayer. Yeah. But it's fun to play. You should play through it when you get bored. Just I probably will. For a couple nights, just play through it and beat it. Um, it's been fun. Uh, the other thing I've been playing, the 8-Bit Doe, hashtag not sponsored. I, I, if you want to, that'd be great. Um, I got the 8-Bit Doe M30 controller. You haven't even felt this yet. No, let me see this. <laughs> it's very sturdy as well. I got the 8-Bit Doe M30. I'll try to remember to put the thing in. I probably won't remember, but just Google the 8-Bit Doe M30 controller if you haven't seen it already. It's basically their version of the Genesis six-button controller. It's got shoulder buttons, which I can't figure out how to map. So I've, I've fired up my Raspberry Pi. I got this a couple weeks ago. It is very... It's like very slick. It's slick, yeah. It's It feels just like the Genesis six-button controller. I, like I said, I got it like two weeks ago, whenever yeah. it first came out. It's only 25 bucks, I think, maybe 27 
but I haven't really had a chance because I was playing whatever. I don't even remember what I, oh, because I was playing Majora's Mask. I was like, I don't need to fire up my pie. But I was bored the other night. I was finally like, all right, I'm going to set this up. First off, I forgot how annoying it is to set up controllers on the pie. Yeah. So you got to sync them up with Bluetooth, but you have to have a keyboard hooked up. Then once you sync it up, then you got to go to the the button mapping thing, which again, there's an R and an L. It's not like they're just like turbo buttons or something. So I got to figure out why I can't map those. (laughs) (laughs) Just put that over there. Um, but anyways, if you're a Genesis kid, and I said this on Twitter when I got it, this controller, like, doesn't that feel like the D-pad? Oh, yeah. It's perfect. Like, I fired up Special Champion Edition. I was able to throw fireballs again. Like, it, it just, it works, and it's it just feels so good. It feels so good to play Genesis games the way they're supposed to be played with ABC or ABC XYZ. And I love how, you know, you got the convex and you got the concave, and I don't know why it's trying to hook up to something, probably because I dropped it 15 <laughs> Um no, you can turn off now. Um, but I just love it. It's it's such a great controller. So anyways, I was like, I'm going to go. And Bernardo was, you know, DMing us about the Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ninja Turtles arcade game. It's fine. But he was, I was like, you know what? Once I got this running, I was like, I'm going to play Hyperstone. And I love Hyperstone Heist. It's so much fun. It's not as good as 4. But it's so good. It's just so much fun. Like... I didn't play through the whole thing. I probably played for about 20 minutes. I was like, this is, this is fun. And again, it feels right to be playing it. <laughs> you done this? Uh, but then what I did, cause I remember like, Oh wait, you can do, we finally figured out how to do cheats on the pie. So I fired up Contra hardcore oh. with infinite lives. Did you beat it? I got to a, no, because Jess was like, Oh my God, I cannot listen to this anymore. Put on your headphones. I was like, there's no headphones with the pie. I'm sorry. honey. <laughs> But I got to this point where the you get to the bo- when the doc spoiler alert the doctor turns to be bad and do you remember I had forgotten about this there's like two canisters and he's like well you're gonna fight my creations and he takes oh one makes, enemy like, with the, the other hybrid. yeah I got to the must have been the last one and I'm and then it's I can't shoot the thing anymore it's like a I don't even know it's like a a spider mixed with like a a palm tree. And it just keeps <laughs> running past the screen. It goes, it's just keeps looping like this. And every time it runs by, I shoot it and nothing happens. So I'm like, all right, save state. And I'll come back to this another time. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I played bloodlines for a little bit. <laughs> if you like saw a spider it. mixed with a palm tree. Okay. No, we need to talk real quick about, <laughs> uh, symphony of the night. Okay. At the beginning of symphony of the night. Yeah. You are playing the end of what? Rondo. Okay. We've had this discussion. I already proved you wrong. No, you are right. Okay. However, in one of Brandon Stroud's things recently, he made a Symphony of the Night joke. And when you click on it, it's a video of the opening of the game, and it says Bloodlines Final Stage, which is why... I thought it was Bloodlines. Oh, so the name of the final stage in Rondo of Blood is called Bloodlines? Maybe that's what it is, oh. but it says Bloodlines Because he made a joke stage. about how Rhonda can't talk, and he was like, what is a man? What is a man? <laughs> Worthless pile of boat. Whatever but yeah, he says. But I'm actually going to pull that up real quick. But yeah, continue. Uh, What else? 
that's really it. I just wanted to pimp this 8-bit dough controller. If you have, and all you can get, so there's Bluetooth. It's confusing. There's two versions. You can get the Bluetooth version, which is what I have. There's also an M32.4 gigahertz version, which is to be used with Genesis. It comes with a, uh, a little plug-in thing, so you can play it wirelessly on the old school Genesis. Version 1, 2, or 3, it works with all of them. But God, I love this. It feels so good. When you're playing it, it doesn't feel this slippery. <laughs> like you're going to throw it across the room. Um, it's just so good. 8-Bit Doe just, they, they do such good work. I've been, if you've been seeing us on Twitter, I've been tweeting it retro bit for a year now saying like, when's the Saturn controllers coming out? When's the Saturn? Because they're doing actual Sega licensed replicas of the old Genesis and Saturn controllers. Um, they were supposed to be out in November. They just put out the USB versions. Bluetooth is coming at some point. I'm like, whatever. That's the other reason I love this because with Raspberry Pi, you have to have a start and you have to have a select because select is what you use to do all the hotkeys, like to go in the quick menu to do the cheats or to do save states, all that. Right. If you just get retro bits things, there's not a select button on Genesis controller, so you can't map a select button, so you can't do hotkeys. With 8-bit dough, they, because this can also be used on Switch, did you see that? They've got the minus button, so I put the select to there, uh, okay. and then they've got a star and they've got a heart. So like you can use... Like one of them is a home button on Switch and one of them is a screen capture or whatever. So this, I actually, what I want to do, I also want to sync this up, but now I'm afraid to because I got it synced up and working with the Pi. I want to sync this up to my Switch and play Street Fighter, uh, Ultra Street Fighter and see if I like it more playing on this D-pad than the the, uh, the, uh, Pro Controller D-pad. You find it? No, because the stupid website is being all stupid. If you, you might be connected to my Wi-Fi, which no, is it's like it, I keep trying to scroll, and it's like, nope, you're not going to scroll. <laughs> it just like keeps popping back to the top. Anyway, you could just go to YouTube and do <laughs> Symphony of the Night. What? No, I realize that, but you kind of find Brandon's joke. Yes, he's making fun of Rhonda, which I appreciate. Yeah, yeah, so it'll be easy to find. It was like two rows ago. No, I think it was this week. I mean. The most recent one. I didn't watch Fastlane because I was out of town. And I'm okay with that. Okay. Yeah. This is all I can hear when Rhonda starts rushing through a promo. I was called here by uh, by humans who <laughs> wish to pay me tribute. <laughs> Except now the videos aren't loading, so I can't. She's it. horrible. Right, let me just, I'm going to go to YouTube. But continue. I hope she does go away. Like, maybe if they would have just made her a heel the whole time, I would have liked her better. But, yeah. like, she just needs to go away. She can't talk. You, you can't get on there and have this, like, thing on Twitter where you're calling wrestling fake. But then, like, it's... I don't get it. It's so stupid. All right, you want to run through the news of the week real quick? Yeah. Sean, there could be an X-Bone all-digital edition coming in May. New rumors suggest that the Xbox, that an Xbox One S without a disk drive may arrive this spring. Retort, reported first by <laughs> Windows Central, according to unnamed sources, this device, frequently referred to as Maverick, will be called the Xbox One S all-digital edition. Some people are calling it the Xbox One sad edition because S all-digital <laughs> Sad because it doesn't have a disk drive. Microsoft is reportedly aiming for pre-orders to open up in mid-April with general availability coming in early May. The rumor suggests this could be near global simultaneous launch. No pricing was mentioned, though if the rumor proves to be true, it should be expected that the device will be cheaper than the standard Xbox One S. Rumors for the Maverick began popping up in November 2018, at which point it was suggested the device would sell for less than $200. The lack of a disk drive 
When Focus, the console is a digital-only device. No kidding, because that's the name of it. Perhaps further leveraging Microsoft's Game Pass digital subscription service. Blah, 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 blah. Um, I think this is probably... It seems like this is probably real. I don't know how many more versions of the Xbox One they can put out. Like, And if it's only going to be 200, when you can get an Xbox One S for... When you can get an Xbox One S for like two fifty now and have a disc drive. I mean, unless the thing is just going to be like, I don't know, the size of this M3. I'm going to stop picking it up. The size <laughs> of this controller or something like something like, or like the size of the old Wii. You know what I mean? Something, a small console. Yeah. Then I guess I get it. But like, if it is all digital, why not? I don't, I think 200 is too much if that's the price. But there's also all these rumors that, you know, the Xbox Scarlet, whatever it's going to be, the Xbox two or four, whatever it's going to be, is going to have a streaming only version and an old school version. I do think that's the way we're going. I don't know that the PS five and the Xbox, whatever will be that way, but I could see that being an option. Yeah. And then maybe if there ever is a true new, you know, if there ever is like a PS six, by then, I can see it yeah. being all digital. And I think this is a way to kind of... Oh, there you go. So that's what confused you. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, that's so I was still right, sense. but yeah. But yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm sure this is probably true. It's weird to put it out in May when at June, they're probably going to talk a whole lot about Scarlet since they have E3 all themselves. Um, mm-hmm. The timing's kind of odd. But I think it is kind of just get people ready that, hey, this is something that is, you know, going to be coming in the future. Sean, if I told you that Death Stranding was behind schedule, would you believe me? Never. Death Stranding has fallen slightly behind Kojima Productions' internal planned release date, according to the man in charge. Now, if you go way back, when he first did his, when he was doing his interviews and stuff after he announced this game, he said something about it, it'll be out before Akira or after Akira and before the Olympics in Japan or something like that. It made it seem like it was like he was saying, cause Akira takes place in 2018. Ernie, somebody help me out. I don't know. <laughs> it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> These mics won't make that up. <laughs> Akira comes out in 2000. It's been a long night of recording. We've had a great time. Akira comes out in 2018. The Olympics are in 2020. Therefore, Death Stranding would come out in 2019. We're now in 2019. (laughs) And this game is playable for two hours. But obviously, this game is much bigger than two hours. So where are we at? Back to the article. Hideo Kojima made the statement in an interview with J-Wave. As translated by IGN Japan... Explain. <laughs> IGN Japan. <laughs> it's quote, it's common for studios to fall behind their planned release date. And Death Stranding is very slightly behind our initial plan, but not behind by much. At one point, oh, I could have just gone, I could have just read the article. <laughs> Kojima was hitting that the game would be out before 2019. So it does feel like, it does feel a little like there have been multiple planned release dates. Elsewhere in the interview, Kojima explains the nature of making an open world game means that he's constantly making adjustments adjustments and playtesting new versions he also discussed the complicated nature of trying to explain a brand new game because it is quote only visible inside me 
and says that a new game is high risk. Blah, blah, blah. Um, after today's news, which was like last week's news, we can at least be reassured that Death Stranding is moving along. Kojima has demoed two hours of an early version to multiple people, including Metal Gear Solid movie director Jordan Vote Roberts. I'm not surprised at all. This game's not coming out this year. No. It's maybe coming out 2020. It, it may end up being what a lot of people thought that it might come out on PS4 and PS5. But then, like Colin's been talking about on his podcast, like the PS5 has to be backwards compatible. It has to be. Like it can't, it can't, at least with PS4 games, hopefully they can figure out three, one and two, or download, whatever. It has to be backwards compatible. But if it's backwards compatible, then like it's way different than like playing. Metal Gear Solid 5 on the PS3 where everything's like blurry and it looks like crap versus playing it on the PS4 or the Xbox One. If it's backwards compatible, you can just buy the PS4 Death Stranding and play it on your PS5. Like how much better would it really look like from a PS4 Pro to whatever a PS5 ends up being? I don't know. It's just interesting. Well, but I mean, <coughs> at the time when PS3 was, you know, in the pre-PS4 days... You probably would have thought, yeah, how much better is this really going to look True. on PS4? I mean, I I think we'll all be blown away when it happens. I hope so. Uh, Nintendo announced Labo VR. By the way, we talked about this way back in episode 28. They were doing some... Uh, there were patents and like... Uh, I don't remember who. If it was Miyamoto or whoever. Somebody was talking and saying that they were thinking about VR. Nintendo has announced a new VR kit as part of its Labo cardboard accessory lineup. According to the official website, this new offering will be available from April 12th. There will be a starter set alongside two expansion sets. You will have the option to buy the full kit for $80. $80 VR. $80. You know how crappy this thing is going to be? Wow. Which will include materials to build all six of the VR toy cons included in the other sets. Some of these toy cons, like the camera and bird, are from our list of the eight mystery kit. I don't even know what that means. The starter set will retail. Basically, it's 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 like Google Cardboard. It's like yeah, yeah. It's not it's not VR. PSVR. Yeah, it's VR technically, <laughs> but it's like here. If you see, I don't have the pictures here, but if you see the pictures of this, it's just like it's cardboard thing with two lenses and a whole switch is sitting inside of it. <laughs> like so, you're gonna have a switch hanging off your head. No, I'm not going to do that with my Switch. I don't want to drop that thing. I mean, I'm not going to do Labo anyways, but like, it's just so, it is so weird. I, I, whatever. I know Labo, it seems like it was not as successful as they wanted it to be. Not surprising at all. Um, But yeah. yeah. And No Man's Sky Beyond was announced. It is uh, another expansion, No Man's Sky. Shout out to Sean Murray for like, sticking with it after that game sucked so much at launch and he lied to everybody. Yeah. Um, it's going to be three updates in one. There's an online component. He said it's not an MMO, but it's kind of like an MMO. So I don't know. Um, but that's coming and people are excited. I am all kidding aside. I crap on that game a lot. The game came out three years ago and they are it's they been three years. They could have just put it out there and let it die. Like Bethesda is apparently doing Fallout 76. It sucks. Nobody likes it. Well, all right, we're not going to do anything yeah. with it. But they've been working on it for three years, and that's they, they got to get a lot of credit for that. I, I crapped on them a lot for lying to everybody, which they did before the initial launch. But they've been there 
head down working on all these different updates. They, they did next and there was another update and now, or maybe next was the only other one and now they're doing beyond and it's awesome. And they're free updates. You don't have to pay anything. So yeah, good on them. And now the wrap up, Sean. Wrap pop, I think I just. Wrap pop. EA is not holding a press conference at E3 this year. Uh, so now Sony and EA. EA, who cares? Their conferences sucked anyways. It's like, here's Battlefield Battle. <coughs> here's Battlefield Battle Royale. And here's Madden. Here's the ultimate team. Like, you don't need to have one. Yeah. But. So that's two of the big ones. So we're down two big. It's gonna hard. It's gonna be hard to do predictions this year for E3, when it's just that's Microsoft true. and Nintendo doing a stream about Pokemans. <laughs> uh, the Messenger is out as you're watching this on PS4. It came out March 19th. If you have not played that game yet, play it. Uh, I have not heard back. Shockingly, uh, I'm still waiting to see what the trophies look like. I'll probably buy this game again and get that sweet platinum. Unless there's some like speed run it in two hours. I'm not then I'm just gonna say nope. So your decision to buy this game is based on what the trophies are. That is correct. <laughs> Let me see if they posted. Fair yet. enough. Because I had PSN profiles pulled up. Let's just take a little interlude here. And let's search for the messenger. It is not up yet, so I don't know if I will be buying it. Okay. But the message, if, seriously, if you didn't play that game on Switch or PC, the game is so good, especially if you're around our age and you grew up loving Ninja Gaiden games. This is the best Ninja Gaiden game ever made. Um, and there's the twist, which I won't say if you don't know about it. The Master Chief Collection is coming to Steam. People are very happy about this. Halo Reach is also being added to the Master Chief Collection. It's weird. It's going to be like the first part of the Master Chief Collection that's coming out on PC. But if you have the Master Chief Collection on Xbox, you can do the multiplayer of Reach for free, but you have to buy the single player. But if you have game, if you have Master Chief Collection through Games Pass, you get the full game. It's really confusing. It's almost like the yeah. Anthem release thing. Uh, this just happened the other or yesterday, actually. There is a new mainline Sonic game in development that was announced yesterday. They didn't give any details. Please, God, let it be 2D. No more 3D uh, games. I hope so. So it is coming. I'm sure if it's a 2D game, we'll probably get it next year because they, they won't take too long to, to pop that out. PS4 6.5 firmware adds remote play on your iOS device for some reason. Have you seen this? No. You can do remote play, but you don't have analog sticks, but it shows up a D-pad and all your stuff here. And it's like, what the hell am I ever going to do with that? The only way that would have been helpful is when I was trying to see how, what my purchases were and you can't see them <laughs> in the app. But like, yeah. I can't imagine maybe a game like Sonic or something, but like, I don't want to play my PS4 on this thing no. without a controller. It's, but whatever, if you're happy, then you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. <clears throat> Octopath Traveler prequel is coming to iOS sometime in 2019. That seems like it would work. Very well. They showed little... It looks like Octopath. It looks great. Um, I still think you'll end up playing that game in love at some point. Probably. Also, they did say they are working on a console project related to Octopath. So, hmm. uh, I put No Man's Sky in here twice for some reason, so I'm going to skip that. <laughs> and the last note here. Kid Icarus and Star Tropics are coming to Switch Online in this month, meaning they're out now. Um please put the SNES games on there and then I will get it. Oh, Nick said he'd do the family plan thing if we want to do it. 
Oh yeah, because he wants to play Tetris Battle Royal, whatever it's called, Tetris Ninety Nine. I, I keep want, I I do want to try that out. Yeah. So if we do it, if we do the family plan, just let Nick know and he'll Venmo us or whatever. And how much is it? Um, twenty if you buy it by yourself. I think thirty five for the family plan, and you can split it up to eight ways. <laughs> so it'd basically wow. be uh, twelve bucks each. Okay. For a year. Yeah. And all your NES games. I, I got a work uh, yeah, trip coming up next month. Nintendo, can you please put the SNES games on there before then? Otherwise, I'm going to buy Link to the Past again to play it on my 3DS because I've already made up my mind. That's what I'm going to do. <coughs> Did you know, Sean? It's that time for the... Did you know? Part of the podcast. <laughs> uh, this is a quick one because this has been a long podcast. Do you know, well, I'll say do you instead of did you. Do you know what the only enemy is that has been in every Zelda game? So, obviously, you can start at Zelda Keys? No. Rope? No. Stalfos? Yes. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. The Stalfos is the only enemy that has been in every Zelda game. Now, I think the way they get around that is that the Keys... There's probably been a bat in every Zelda <laughs> game, but they don't call them keys. So technically they're different. Because what are they? Uh, what are they called? They call them something else in Majora's Mask. Because every time you see an enemy, we'll highlight the enemy. And then if you push right on the D-pad, it'll be like, oh, this is a Stalfos. He likes to attack like this way. And I think the bats had a different name. Zuzu bats. No, that's Pokemon. <laughs> Wombat. I don't know what it was. But yeah, the only enemy to appear in every Zelda game is the Stalfos. God, I, mean, I can't wait for Link's Awakening. I believe it, but... I mean, I... Hmm. I believe you, but that's hard to believe. Yeah. But... Like Octoroks, I would have thought an Octorok was in every one. Uh, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll believe it. I'm not going to challenge it, but I mean, I won't. Feel it's an interesting either. fact. Yeah, it is interesting. What else is interesting is that this is the end of the podcast <laughs> and a long recording night for us. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for hanging in with us for an hour and whatever. It's actually, actually isn't that bad. Obviously, you can find us at nerd901.com where they're uniting nerds across the Mid-South. Um, Nick does it so much better than me. I need to just insert Nick's video at the end of every one of these. Just cut to Nick every time. Yeah. Uh, check out Ernie the Blur Without Fear YouTube. He's blowing up. He's over 20-something. He might be over 22,000. I don't remember. He's, he's blowing up. He's doing great work over there. If you haven't already and you care about comics, go to youtube.com slash blurb without fear. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Kevin White 24. He's at real Sean White together. We are at two player underscore co-op. Uh, obviously if you're listening, like I said at the beginning, if you're listening to us and you're not at youtube.com slash two player co-op, please go over there and hit the subscribe button. It means a lot to us. Uh, if you do like audio services and I know Sean does, you can find us on Apple podcasts, SoundCloud, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and other audio services and spot I said Spotify. And other audio ser- <laughs> I've been talking a lot. Audio <laughs> services around the globe. I'm not even drinking. And we have Maybe a Facebook page that we never update at Facebook.com slash player call gaming. I love every time I log into Facebook, it's like, 
well, people haven't heard from you. I'm like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> but then it'll be like, this. you got one new view. I'm like, who? who is it? Yeah. They didn't like it. They viewed it, though. It's probably me clicking over to the <laughs> to the page when it says people haven't heard from you in a while. Uh, but that's it. This has been episode 100 and checks notes 28. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for being here. Until the next time, Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing.